I hear you now. Okay, well, I wasn't talking. Like, that's the thing. Is like every time that I stop talking, you guys are like, John's not talking. And I'm like, I just stopped. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on. Hey, what's up, John? Hey, how are you doing? Okay, so it might just be a little more delayed than usual. Weird. Are you getting a little more delay than usual, Randall, from your perspective? I think it just, like, lagged a little bit there, but it feels like it's okay now. Yeah. Randall, do a call and response with me. Okay. Call. Response. <laughs> there, there was That's some... not bad. That feels, that feels pretty there was, good But also, to me. I didn't know what we were doing, so <laughs> it's not an actual call <laughs> okay. Uh. Hey everybody, welcome to Pursuing Pixels. My name's Kevin Portelli and I'm here tonight with John Hines. Hey folks. And Randall Nollery. <laughs> Hey, folks. <laughs> love it. Love it. <laughs> Getting off antagonistic from the start. <laughs> Take two. It's a good but, intro. Uh, but yeah, we got we got the trifecta back, and right. uh, which is not, not guaranteed these days. So it's always good to have all three of us here and yeah. uh, back to talk some video games as always. And uh, I guess I'll dig in right off the bat and talk about, uh, I, I hadn't had a ton of time to play this until just getting home before recording tonight. Um, I have been starting this uh, pain management program recently, but I think I've, as you know, by now I've been raving about the games from Punk Cake on the podcast oh, a few yeah. times, at least their first two games, Antacrypt and uh, Metavax. In the meantime, they've actually put out another game called The Ratchet's Den, which was their third game. And it's kind of like a top down like you're you play as the bad guys and you like kind of build out your base it's like a turn based i'm not going to go too into it but i've been kind of bouncing between that and kingdom lately mm-hmm. and kind of playing a little bit of that but their fourth game just came out called damocles gaze and it is a top down one bit twin stick shooter and oh my god this game is so much fun and it's very heavily inspired by nuclear throne like very clearly like there's even like some references to it and uh and we've I even had the Remy style though if I can throw that in there right like I prefer the style of this this game compared to Nuclear Throne. I definitely it, there I will say there's like some small readability issues mm. that are that don't really bother me but there are definitely times where I'm just like what the hell is going on <laughs> cuz it is it is just straight up like black and white. There's a yeah. couple other palettes there's like a softer gray palette and then there's like a warmer kind of almost like Game Boy-esque Mm-hmm. Uh, not quite, but it's like a greenish, yellowish Game Boy kind of palette. Right. But you can swap between those, and then it's and I really like us uh, the the black and white just a little bit harsh, so it's nice to have those other couple of options. Totally. But essentially, you play as like this, uh, you know, head with a body, or I'm uh, sorry, a head with a body, duh, an <laughs> eyeball for a head with a body, and uh, you just play and you run around and you pick up different weapons and guns, and the the. The kind of catch to this game is that you actually you can die, but there's no like game over. You you actually play for 12 minutes. The runs are 12 minutes automatic. Oh. 
And that's just what you start as and you get as far as you can. And it is a roguelike, you know, in the sense that it's like procedurally generated and random weapons, random enemies. And then it even, you know, we've had Remy on the podcast and interviewed them about some of their games uh, when Punk Cake was just getting off the ground. And then to bring another interview into this, when we had Megan, our friend Megan Carnes on the podcast, she was talking about tarot cards for her game. So this yeah. game here actually includes tarot cards as well, where you those are what you're picking for your buffs. And then you're cool. actually every buff that you pick is like you you get your perk that goes along with that buff, but there's always a negative along with that buff as well, which actually is really similar to uh, Fear of Gears, which is actually from Dev Dwarf, who we've also had on the podcast. <laughs> there you so go. But like many it, links. <laughs> I know, I know. I just I had to. I just had to weave it together. But uh, but no, it's it's really really similar to Fear of Gears though. Like I was almost like I wonder if Remy played this during the Ludum Dar game jam. Like I wonder if there was maybe if it was in the back of their brain somewhere. But like it's the the way it's balanced is so cool like where it's like you know one of the buffs for example is like double your projectiles but there's a 30 percent chance that when you kill an enemy it'll actually split into two enemies so all your projectiles so it's it's always the buff is definitely always a little stronger like it'll be like uh plus 75 percent ammo uh, plus max two HP, but you lose like 90 seconds of the timer or something like oh. that. And there's just like the timer's constantly ticking down. It does pause between when you're like, when you get to pick power up. So you're not like scrambling. Oh, I got to pick something quick. Uh, it, it does a really good job of managing your time in that way. And then when you get to the final 90 seconds, whatever world you're in, whatever zone you're in, the boss appears, just random, one of the random bosses, and they just plop down, and they just start, and then the boss, you can't even kill the boss. The boss is just like a score multiplier that you just rail into, and the harder you rail into the boss, the higher your multiplier goes up. Wow. And I, I think that... Not only I was just saying this in their discord, uh, just letting them know that like I'm sucked into yet another one of their games and like I just I the every element of their games is so impressive. And again, they brought in a uh, pentadraggle or pentadrangle from uh, Cyber Shadow soundtrack oh, fame yeah. and many other soundtracks. But like, again, just killed it on the soundtrack here. Um, and they're actually making a soundtrack for Anticrypt to add into the game. They're going to update it eventually. Nice. I might have said that at some point on a different episode, but mm-hmm. I'm really excited because that game had was really cool and had like the old like super retro arcadey vibe where it was like all just sound effects kind of making like a musical soundscape almost nice. uh but i'm excited to see what what they'll do with this soundtrack but but yeah this the game is just uh, back to damocles gaze it's just so stylish like you said randall like it's so striking immediately mm. and uh and you do like you do have to kind of manage like your ammo at all times and like you pick up different weapons when you run out of ammo you when you shoot your next shot, you just whip the weapon kind of like as a melee. And then you just have your fists. And even that will be doubled. Like if you pick up that power up where your projectiles are doubled, you you get kind of like a little arc, you know, swing and you get two of those that kind of pop out. And it's, I don't know. It's just like, again, uh, if punk cake, again, we've talked about it a few times on the podcast, but they're doing a game a month via Patreon and you can buy them individually as well. But it's a $4 a month subscription for the low tier, at least, which yeah. is like a no brainer. I told them, I was like, this is the best $4 I spend every month. Cause How it's awesome just, is that? and they're the most, Oh, I didn't even finish that thought I was saying, but their, <laughs> their games are so replayable. Like, for every other element that's so impressive, like the music is great, the graphics, the style, the gameplay, everything about it is awesome. But then they have this way of like, again, like you can't beat the game. Like you can't, 
or there's like an endless version of the game if there's not you know if, it, if you can beat the game like in the ratchet's den they have like a kind of survival mode that's just like last as long as you can they just have such a they do such a great job of making these games like infinitely replayable if right. you like the mechanics essentially and like there's no there's not like an incentive to not keep playing it you know it's just kind of like oh you, same thing with medivax it's like oh you like minesweeper and you like bullet hell shooters and you like kind of this cool like dna construct and like you're you know you're making like a vaccine and you can make it like part of the gameplay is like making the vaccine for as cheap as possible so like you can still kind of like with this with damocles gaze back to that like i can technically just keep doing better and better on the boss or getting further and further into the game and getting a higher score and again yeah as long as you're somebody that's into that but there's there's so much more to these games than just being a, a typical high score chaser. So that that's really what I'm so impressed with, with what they've been doing on top of just cranking out a game every month. That's unreal. Um, which is unreal. That. This, yeah. yeah, this one got pushed back a little bit. Like it still came out in the proper month, but they kept like pushing it back. Like, Oh, we're going to do it this week. And they're like, Oh, we're working on it just a little more, just a little more. And we're like, take your time. Yeah. Every, like everyone in the discord is like, we, we're just happy to play this whenever we can get our hands on it. So, right. um, yeah, they're they're looking to. There's already another game right around the corner at all times from them. So I I just can't rave about their stuff enough. I'll definitely make sure to put links to not only this game but just their Patreon and stuff in the episode description because you guys got to check out these games. <laughs> they're they're so good. Um, and they even have other tiers to their Patreon where like if you're at a higher tier, you can actually like vote on which games they make next and like what or what ideas they kind of want to explore and whatnot and in the top tier you actually even get a second version of the game that like so damocles gaze has three extra tarot cards that aren't in the game if you buy unless you're like the top patreon and they're all kind of like like remy even said like they kind of break the game a little bit so that's why they're not in the real game but like game you know it's just cool a little yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) it's like a little reward though for like oh hey thanks for supporting us at like double the you know the going rate if you will but right yeah, I just can't rave about their stuff enough, but That's I will sweet. stop for now because <laughs> <laughs> I've rambled on and lost my train of thought enough times there. <laughs> so, uh, John, why don't we move along uh, to some of your uh, tactics action that you've been getting into lately? Yeah, and I've kept glancing down at my phone because I'm terrified that I'm going to forget the name of this, which is Mercenaries <laughs> Blaze, Dawn of the Twin Dragons. And I've actually... <laughs> yes. Like, Looked at this series multiple times. Uh, I back. I checked uh, on episode sixty was when I picked up. I think it was sixty. Uh, yes, uh, when I picked up Fell Seal Arbiter's Mark, another oh, sure. tactics game oh, that yeah. I had to look up and specifically because I couldn't remember <laughs> the title of. Like, yep. That There's, that one's even more like random and arbitrary almost, I feel. Yep. I know. And it's even though like I had seen the Mercenary Saga Chronicles on the eShop back when I was hungry for a new tactics game and was looking up literally any tactics game that was available on the Switch and yeah, a year or however long ago when I picked up Fell Seal like Fell no Arbiter's Mark. God damn it! What is it? Fell <laughs> Fell Seal Arbiter's Mark. Yes, that sounds right. You gotta just roll with it. You gotta get the name wrong and roll with it. <laughs> and like, yeah, I, I 
none of them were, you know, getting rave reviews or were like saying it's like, oh, yeah, this is the the perfect like replacement for anyone who wants to play like a tactics ogre or a Final Fantasy mm-hmm. tactics. They're all like, yeah, it's pretty good. And that's kind of been my experience with them in the past. And like I yep. saw a someone posted a screenshot of the like class tree in the newest mercenaries game. And I was like, you know what? I, I it's gotten to that time again where I want to play another one of these, like regardless of like how great it is or how like maybe I'll just play it for a little bit. And then and it was on sale as well. So that was enough of an excuse for me to jump in. But like the reason why I went with the fifth game in the series as opposed to because this is a <laughs> mobile first, I think, series. So like all of these yeah. have been oh, mobile great. games that have been ported then to PlayStation, uh, Switch, everything else. And, like, the first one is a collection of the first three games, the Saga Chronicles. And then the second one looks exactly the same. And the or the fourth <laughs> one, second or fourth, or, and this third or fifth one looks exactly the same. Like, I've been looking at oh screenshots gosh. and not being able to determine which one they are from only by, like, the character, like portraits are you able to distinguish anything and you know what it's fine like (laughs) they're not reinventing the wheel and like the story is the i would say only part of the game that i would say isn't of like quality (laughs) the like actual mechanics Mm. of the game i am having like fun with it's very straightforward very pared down compared to a tactics ogre or final fantasy tactics but that's what i want right now i want something that i can really easily and just continuously play and have fun and even have some difficulty with like some of like if you don't grind like your characters overly like you can have some difficulty with the game and it's i'm enjoying that i'm actually having a engaging tactics like game even if the story is really not great. <laughs> like, I feel like that's okay, though. Like, I played the Shining Force games, like, for Game Gear that were on Sega CD, and that had practically no story, but I still loved it because <laughs> it's a tactics game. Why not? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it doesn't need to have a huge story. I just like playing tactics games once in a while, and there really still aren't that many of them compared to other genres. Which I don't get. So, like, yeah. I, feel, I feel like we've like reach the horizon with metroidvanias like there is no shortage of that genre (laughs) anymore but like i don't understand why there aren't more like job-based tactics games that like are like so this one is is fine like this is a perfectly good way or use of my time and money and i will continue to play it because i need to unlock every character and get every (laughs) single skill unlocked for all of them and already i was just like well i don't i'm not really going to equip them with different weapons but i'm like "Eh, i'll just buy one of anyway (laughs) like i've got enough money i can buy one of every item So it's a it's a great <laughs> low stakes time waster, and I'm glad that I didn't yep. play four game versions of it before this one because this one is perfectly <laughs> adequate. Yep. Yeah. Good nice. marriage for Switch too, of course. Yeah. Oh yeah, perfect handheld. Yeah. 
Yep. Yeah. And I, I just real quick, I guess, while we're talking some tactics and well, why don't I why don't I weave in one more reference to someone we had on the podcast <laughs> recently? Go. We had Matt Glanville recently on the podcast and uh, we talked a little bit about Dungeon Death Ball, which is like a very arcadey tactics game. Like it has like some roguelike mechanics and um, feels very, very inspired by Into the Breach in the sense that you get kind of that full like information. You kind of know every turn or every move that the you know, uh, enemies are going to make before you make your moves and whatnot. Um, And at first glance, I kind of, and I said this before when we talked with Matt, but just to dig a little deeper into the mechanics, I'm not going to go too into it because we talked about it with him a little bit, but it's, uh, it's basically like a, at first I thought it was like a dodgeball game just based on that name. It's a tactics dodgeball game. That's Mm -hmm. what I thought. And it's like, it's a little more than that. There's actually elements of golf in the game. There's Mm -hmm. elements of football in the game. So you're actually not trying to, like hit the enemies with the ball you're actually trying to get a touchdown get to like the end zone of each like zone there's like 12 stages and again it has that procedural generation element but it's a grid-based tactics game and all the thing that's interesting about it is it's one hit death for you like if you get hit by an enemy you are dead and you have two players and you get like to upgrade them and or buy like perks for them as the run goes along. And DJ, by the way, is like a master of this game. He somebody <laughs> did overtake him on the leaderboard. He was number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the games like just came out of early access or is just about to at the time that we're recording this. Um, and DJ, I let him know today. I was like, somebody just topped it by a couple <laughs> thousand. So he's like, hold my water. Yep. <laughs> He's going back. <laughs> yeah, so that'll that should suck him back in. And he yeah, he got even more sucked into this game than I did, but I've really been loving it. There's just all different, just like into the breach. There's all different types of teams with different squads and different players that you can have. And again, if your player dies in the middle of a run, you do have two players on your team. So you can then rebuy somebody instead of buying perks. But obviously that's going to dip into your finances and really kind of affect your, the best score you can get. And the, the elements of golf that come into play are just like the number of turn, like getting a touchdown in a set number of turns. So there's like a par on each stage or each like yeah each battle i guess uh but there's like different traps on the ground so just like into the breach you're going to be using like okay i can push this enemy so you you can still throw the ball and pass the ball back and forth and throw it into enemies but the enemies unlike you take more than one hit usually but if you push them into like a spike or something like that or what some of the like terrain type uh obstacles or whatever you can kill them in one shot but are they they also trying to score touchdowns they are not. They're just trying to kill you. Okay. It's almost like it's almost like you're thrown into like a dungeon, like a yeah. There's so many like '80s movies that's like Mad Max style. Like, oh, here, just sure. throw you in, and now you got to fight your way out. Or it's like a gladiator yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Like, if you can fight your way out, you can escape the dungeon. Running death man. ball, but yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, exactly. So it's, but it's just really fun. It's got Matt Glanville's like just awesome, chunky, chunky pixels. And it's oh, got this yeah. really the style great. style this one's amazing too. Yeah. And it's got like kind of a pseudo 3D, like the the way the camera pans and zooms and kind of snaps around. It's just got like, like the animations are really kind of minimal. Like it, you'll just see kind of like a one or two frames, but the way the camera kind of zips in and like, it's got such a dynamic look mm-hmm. to it. I, I really love. And uh, uh, Matt just does such a great job with uh, selecting the tunes for the game too like i just it's really gets you kind of like pumping and and again it's a kind of similar in a diff totally different way but kind of a similar like kind of light tactics experience like much easier than into the breach like for example again dj is apparently the master of this game but he beat it on his first try and that doesn't (laughs) seem to be in 
on like in the I've been Matt's Discord as well. And it seems like a lot of people are having that experience if they're pretty well versed in tactics games. Like like, oh, this is kind of easy, but it again, it's kind of about like people are like, oh, I want to beat my score and try to get a S rank on each stage and stuff like that. So there there are other layers, and on each stage you can pick like which ball you want to play as, which is like that's kind of your difficulty setting hmm. essentially, but it also is a score multiplier. It's really cool. It's got a, a ton of nice, like interconnected systems. Easy to really beat, like. hard to perfect is my sweet spot. Like that. Yeah. Oh, that's what I want. Mm. I totally agree. Well, speaking of a game that I don't think you can beat <laughs> no. um, in any way or see all of ever, <laughs> John's God. been playing some Genshin Impact. Um, Some yeah, is an understatement. You get into that, John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I so I I caved and I uh, once Genshin was announced on the Epic Store, that's when I finally bit the bullet and downloaded it and thought, you know what, I'm gonna try this free to play game that people have been playing for almost a year now. I think only a year. Was it an early access before that? Like. The reason why I th- I'm throwing out the year is because it's the anniversary going on right now, which yeah, is September 2020. That was the official release date. Yep. Yeah. So Jeez. it's the one year anniversary, which seems wild based on the, how much content has been released for this game. That is <laughs> unbelievable to me, honestly. Um, and I there's uh, so many conversations that I've been wanting to have about this game because <laughs> and we've had a couple of them in the discord about, you know, a free to play game that is inherently predatory mm-hmm. in the way that it like has entire mechanics based around, Oh, like, yeah, this is a 14 hour, like six day cooldown on this mechanic, but Ooh. you can spend some real life money. Uh-huh. And- streamline that process and that (laughs) i am just a couple of button presses john oh very very easy it's so streamlined so especially once you link that credit card Uh i have spent uh two months playing this game now two to almost two and a half maybe even a little more yeah i feel like i feel like you it's been like on the list of games that we might talk about for the last few sessions that we've had so yeah but i have still spent zero dollars on this game uh that have spent many hours strong this game Mm, is it or stubborn Um, (laughs) (laughs) whatever works (laughs) but like one of the reasons why i kind of wanted to bring it up now is because this is by the time this episode comes out, this will have been long since passed on the whatever controversy or whatever things the company does to like make overcome the controversy. But there was a extremely underwhelming for the player base anniversary event where they didn't give you very many free items or Hmm. new content and it was a slideshow it was a very cutely it was like paper cut out slideshow that just showed you like game stats it's like here's how many like slimes you defeated here's like how many times you've cooked when this character is cooked most times out of that and the player base was livid like, You're not getting a way, any, like in-game items. It was just that it, they gave you some, but like yeah. not none of like the because there's got in-game items. Like oh, good lord! Uh, <laughs> so before before the podcast started, I was going over some base mechanics, but I haven't even touched on there's 
this game is massive. This game is so involved and there are so many mechanics. There are so many, there's your characters that you level up. Your characters are, uh, they each have their own weapon type and they have their own element type and their weapons have their own like ascension tree and leveling up mechanics that you need items in order to spend in order to craft in order to make them and sure. then to yep. get have like, this them almost as- sounds like xenoblade yep. oh like there's so much more because like Ooh. the thing is <laughs> everything, everything about this game has to walk <laughs> the finest line of being rewarding and frustrating because it has to be rewarding enough to make you want to do it over and over again. And right. it has to be frustrating enough to make you want to spend money on it. Or at least consider it. Yep. Yes. Yeah. And it can't be too far in either direction. Yep. And that is how this game has made $2 billion. That's unbelievable. By being yeah. so like razor thin on that edge between frustrating and rewarding. And... This anniversary was the dam breaking for a bunch of the the massive or at least a vocal portion of the player base. Maybe out, out not, of curiosity, how how did you feel? Like just like I didn't give a shit. Just indifferent, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I figured. I didn't even know that people thought this was like insufficient because the only reason why I knew was because part of the anniversary was they gave you a link that you had to post and I posted it cause it took no effort and I sure. was like, fine, I'll make a Twitter post. You can yep. click on this link and then I'll get free stuff and I'll look. And like, I went on, like I searched the tag on like various social media just to try to find other people's links being like, yeah, this is a hassle and like an extra step in order to get items, but I'll at least like click on a few and like give some people stuff and hopefully they'll click on mine and I'll get some stuff. And yep. all I found was just people <laughs> losing their goddamn minds over this. Wow. And like, I'm guessing these are people who have spent money on this game and have seen this as like something that they want a reward for and or almost an investment in a way, you right. know? Right. At least loyalty. And, yeah. Yeah. And because of that, like, they had like immediately, like, uh, they add, so you have to spend. Oh yeah, yeah. So you spend this one item in order to get. I actually have to look this up because it's going to drive me nuts if I don't have the exact item name. There are two <laughs> different types. There's a fate. You know what? I'm not. It's going to be too too complicated. There's too many steps involved. <laughs> but there is at least you need to have ten of one in-game currency, and you need to spend. 160 of another in-game currency to get one of those 10 Mm. and they were like we will eventually give you 10 free of that in order to wish and every wish that you if you use 10 wishes at once you're guaranteed a five star item as or a five star character if you just do them individually you're just rolling your chances so you always make them in groups of 10 Um, because you're guaranteed one instead of however many, but they like immediately after the backlash were like, 
Here's 400 of the well, one that you need to buy. Jesus. That you use to buy the 10. Not like, oh, okay, not, they okay. didn't give you 400. That would have been, <laughs> I mean, that would have been great. That would have, that would break the economy. But, yeah. but again, I'm like, they were so immediately in crisis mode that like, they're like still gauging the waters and being like, all right, is this going to appease you guys? Is this <laughs> enough to move on? Like, but it's, it's so like, I don't know. It's it stresses me out on some front because the way that this game makes money is by having an active and engaged player base. Yeah. It isn't like just, oh, you buy this game once and it's fine. Like in order for them to continue to make content and to continue to make money, they need to they're at the mercy of the people who play the game all the time and yeah. the people who play that game I have maybe an outsized influence on, I don't know, like the the developers, the like the PR, like it is really weird to see this relationship of like a predatory game and a somewhat abusive fan base Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then like (laughs) not really cheer for either side and just be like, I don't. I don't know. It's it makes this game makes me feel weird. This game makes me feel <laughs> yeah. real weird. And I well, they have to be worrying too for like I don't know if worrying because all these games are still huge. Yeah. Like with these free to play or like these uh, with uh for like the battle royale games that were coming out, it, it did seem like it was just like one would kind of come out and replace yeah. the other one. It was like oh everybody's playing uh uh battlegrounds or PUBG or whatever yep. that game's called, and then all of a sudden it's like. Everyone's playing Fortnite. Nobody mm-hmm. even talks about that game anymore. But I know people still play it and everything. But like, it just—I wonder how much of it is them just being like, "Shit, what if somebody makes like a, a different version of this and like it? Oh yeah, we just lose our income. Yeah, drop. You know, and it could Absolutely. happen. Obviously. And like, I there's got to be another one in the wings. If not, oh, yeah. it, if not this genre, at least like some. There is someone looking at the success of Genshin Impact yeah. and saying, this is the model that we need to be making our games moving forward. And that scares the shit out of me. Like, yeah. I don't want that to be because, like, I don't want to play one game forever. And I don't want to have to play that game every day and not miss any content. And Especially not that. Any, like, yes, it sucks. Like, yes. I, this game is incredible. Like this game is really well made and really fun to play and it's designed to be really addictive and really fun and rewarding mm-hmm. to play. Mm-hmm. But like I don't want games to be this. I don't want this to be the future of games and I don't want other main I I know they are. I they, it has to be because this you is You can feel it coming. Massively yeah, successful. This isn't going to go away. Yeah. yeah. It's not and I don't know. It it makes me all feel all sorts of ways for a game that I legitimately think is an incredible game and really fun to play. Man, that's like, like I can't recommend it to anyone. Like, it, <laughs> yeah, it's like, like it's it's like it 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 is cool maybe to check it out as like a curiosity and like oh it ends up oh, hey I actually kind of like this and like I end, I like playing it and having fun. But like if that was how games like oh this is just how all the games I play are. It's not yeah. You don't have nobody has the time for that. And yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Let alone the predatory practices. Yeah. 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 Jeez. Not feeling good but. about that. <laughs> but you know what I am feeling great about? 
is whatever this next conversation we're having is. Randall, take we're it away. On, we're on to some Randall action. We've been kind of cutting you out here, Randall. We've been uh, saving saving your uh, uh, game for the end of the discussion. No, I've, I've been throwing my words in there. And that's, yeah. no, I, I like to be at the end because I like to be a little bit more open-ended and conversational. Um, yeah. So in, in that same theme, um, so last time I was on, I talked about beating um, Ori in the Blind Forest, kind of like going back to a game that I had dropped off in 2020 and and, and beat. And I am still kind of on that kick. Uh, another game that I had started playing around 2020, early 2020, and then dropped off, you know, mid pandemic. And this one explicitly uh, dropped off because of the pandemic and uh, <laughs> all the sour <laughs> feelings uh, that 2020 caused. And that's The Last of Us Part Two. Um, I've talked on the podcast before uh, about this, you know, episode 94, uh, way back then in, in March, but. Uh, and I talked then, too, about how much I like the first Last of Us game. It's probably my favorite PlayStation 3 game. Um, and I know uh, Kevin and DJ are outspoken, and, and they're not so much love for <laughs> The Last of Us. Yeah. As yeah, compared just to kinda, other Naughty Dog entries. Yeah, it just, it just kind of... And, and I feel like, for me, that was kind of the turning point. Although, to be fair, I haven't played a ton of Uncharted 4 or any of Last of yeah. Us 2. But I, I kind of have fallen off. Like, I've lost the enjoyment that I had and like uncharted two and three are, I don't know if they would hold up that way, but at the time I would even say like, I think these are, these might even be better than Mario games, man. Like mm. I would, I would say to DJ, these might be like my favorite games. Like I love them. You would say uh, that I, Kevin. I, at the time, I, at the time, I, yeah, that's true. I'm one of the new things I'm trying to do, by the way, is instead of saying something is in my top 10 is it's in my top 10%. So Honestly, that's, that's a, <laughs> it's genius. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It is. That could be. There's hundreds of things in my top ten percent. But anyways, <laughs> honestly, yeah, just by volume, <laughs> and that adds on. You know, the the number of games possible. Yeah, the more I play, the more I can love. Right. Exactly. Um, so, I was a yeah big big fan of The Last of Us. Um, bought the DLC, played through that too, which kind of got even more into like Ellie's story. Because um, the first game primarily focused on the the main character Joel. Um, Ellie yeah. being kind of more the sidekick character. Um, but then Last of Us Part Two comes out uh, for PlayStation 4. It was a major reason why I ended up picking up a PlayStation 4 Pro. It's because I'm like, okay, now it's time to get serious. Let's let's play this game. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, wow. Uh, <laughs> it is uh it's pretty bleak and and a lot of the a lot of the story elements that would kind of balance out the game in the first last of us. Cause obviously this is, this is all still like ultimately a horror action type of, you can call it survival horror, but it's not really that you're very empowered. You, you have tons of weaponry at your disposal. So I, it's not a traditional survival horror game in that way. I never felt like so weak that I couldn't mm -hmm. just mow down most things when I wanted to. So more, right. you know, horror action, I would say for both of these games. With um, some stealthy elements still, like do yeah. they still have that kind of feel like the first game did? Or yeah, definitely some stealthy. Although I'm 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 realizing that I'm just bad at stealth. I think because um, <laughs> same, yes. yeah, like in Hitman or or in these games, like it would just fall apart so quickly, and then like, well, I guess I'm just gonna clear out this whole encampment again. <laughs> just come to me, baby. So I'm gonna murder all of you one by one. Um, there's no survival happening here. It's just just me. Um, Every yeah. time, every time. <laughs> That's okay, though. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the first game would have these like lighter moments and building up the characters and kind of the relationship between Joel and Ellie and, and a lot of other things and, you know, character development and things that would just kind of give you a break from like the the dreariness, right? And uh, yeah. part two definitely leans way harder into dreariness and bleakness, um, which, you know, I, you know, I should, ex- I guess I should expect that for what this game is, but even still it was hard at the time to keep pushing through this game and not move on to playing animal crossing or whatever else. Right. You know, it's yeah. Yeah. Um, so did you finally got a back- cleanser games? Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, I, I needed some <laughs> at the time and that still didn't even do enough. Um, but this time I, I didn't palate cleanse. I'm just like, let me push through this. Oh. Like, let- let me just be done with this game. Um, yeah. Back when, back last year, I, I said, oh, I'm about eight hours in. I think I'm about halfway through. No. <laughs> no. Uh, my my playtime clocked in at about 40 hours. Yeesh. Nice. Um, yeah. Jeez. I, and, and I feel like that, I say, I'm finding myself saying this often these days, but I felt like that was a little long. I didn't need the game to be that long. And it's, yeah. you know, again, tough to complain about more game, but I, I give me a concise experience yet again. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to That's figure a- out, like, I'm, I'm kind of dancing around a lot of details because I don't want to get too spoilery. Um, but there's a lot of, like, there was a lot of meta controversy around this game when it mm-hmm. came out. Um, yeah. I guess what I'll say is there's, like, a big moment that folks considered spoilery that I, I managed to avoid, thankfully, um, when playing through. And it does happen relatively early on. Uh, but that it, it really upset other people that this moment happened in the game. Um, and, and it never bothered me. I thought it made actually a lot of, you know, narrative sense uh, what happened when it happened. That's what I'll say to avoid spoilers. Okay. Uh, okay. And, yeah, I, I guess... The actions as well crafted as the first game and and even improved in some places, but I don't know. It feels really familiar and I yeah, it just generally doesn't feel as well rounded of an experience as the as the first game did. Like I I guess I'm glad that I played it, but I you know I, I think it's just okay. I think it's fine, you know. Mm-hmm. And, like, and I expected are- it to be great. Um, did it did it feel like it needed to exist as far as like the like could they have left the story hanging where it was like did they leave it on too much of a cliffhanger where they needed to kind of follow up the game or and that also the first one that is to that to that point did it need to be 40 hours no could they have made a 10 hour game like 10 or at least might have been pushing it to be a little short i think they could have made it 15 and i think that's about what i'd put into the first game and you know maybe twenty tops. Um, yeah, I want. I almost wonder if you split the two games that they made into th- into a trilogy, kind of like they did with the. Because that was kind of my thing with the first three Uncharted's. They were all like eight to ten yeah. hours and just like boom, 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 yeah. action. Like whatever you wanted out of those games, like or I guess whatever it was doing, it was doing it nonstop, full tilt for yep. the whole game. Yeah, and like 
The Last of Us was like, oh, it started getting a little sloggy. And then Uncharted 4 was starting to get Oof. that way, too. It was like, yes. I got to play the first level of Crash Bandicoot before I can even play Uncharted. Like, what Which, the hell is this? <laughs> Which is cool. I, mean, I actually it's like, didn't it mind was cute. that. But yeah, there's, <laughs> it was I have cute, but issues with 4, Uncharted 4. I'm yeah. not a fan of that game. I didn't much. even like get into the game. Like I got into the part where you're like, I was talking to DJ. He's like, how far did you get? And I was like, I got to the part where you're like sneaking into like the museum or something. He's like, dude, that's the beginning <laughs> of the game. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I know. I was bored. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. I mean, Uncharted 4 looks pretty. All those games look pretty. I mean, I, I kind of had some problems with 3, let alone 4. But by the time 4 yeah. rolled around, I'm like, I, I'm very much done with this. I'm I'm good. I, I didn't yeah, need but like, this to exist. But like, remember like the tutorial in Uncharted 1 and 2? Like I, one of the two of those, it was just like you literally just start out on like a speedboat and you're just like gunning down people as they're yeah. like chasing you and they jump on the boat and you're just beating their ass. It's oh, like, yeah. It just it just shows like a button prompt, almost like it's a quick time event. And it's just like, oh, now you know how to punch. OK, beat yeah. the shit out of these guys. It's just like, how did you go from that to like, oh, here's your brother and here's your, you know, yeah. here's two, two hours of story and play some PlayStation one while you're at it. <laughs> See, it's crazy. That's why so, <laughs> to, I, I don't think I've actually mentioned it on the podcast yet, but like Lauren and I watched all of uh, Yakuza Zero. <laughs> Like oh, as definitely have not, just yeah. the cutscenes, yeah, like yeah. Because I don't had never bought any Yakuza games, but like we watched, like I was watching a let's play of Yakuza Zero and stopped because the cutscenes of the let's play were good enough that I'm like, Lauren would like this, and yeah. <laughs> she did, and we loved it. Yeah. It was 13 hours of cutscenes was Ooh. in Yakuza Zero. That's like Kojima status. Like, wow. But like, it was. Uh, like I, I and I don't think I've made this point yet on the podcast. It was embarrassing for other games because I'm like every other game has attempted to tell a good story and they yeah. all suck in comparison to like <laughs> this story. Like the story in Yakuza Zero is so good, and the story of every other narrative game I've ever played is so bad in comparison. <laughs> like. I've heard those games and are I, incredible, and they don't I've take themselves too, too yeah. seriously. I but need to check those out. Like, they're better versions of Shenmue, is what I've heard, basically. Yes, they yeah, are. Yeah. They're, they're all also, on Game Pass, by the way. Yeah. They're also a million games in one. Like, the games right. like, are, are so goofy, and yeah. like you do so many other mini-games or like management sims within yep. this game, that, which is really funny in comparison to how like serious drama the story is but at the same time I'm that's like, what you need though that's what right, you need yeah well like, it's kind of like you're saying with last of yes. us it's like you're just you're playing game and then slog story and then slog game slogs like yes. you don't have that draw to like let's break up let's split up the pace a little bit and that's not like, how much of last of us scene it's like well done cutscenes, but it's just like it's all the same, and like I I can't really relate to the characters and their their motivations because it's nothing but revenge, 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 and like no introspection or anything else or like real character development is is happening that much in this one. Yeah, but that's also the thing is like it's hard, like it is difficult to make a story that can sustain itself over that long like yes yeah there's definitely stumbling blocks in yakuza zero and then there's gameplay in between that like right. so you have to make <laughs> like good quality gameplay that fits in between good quality story and that story they, both of those have to be 
long enough for whatever measurement of time you like have decided before the game. Like the we also then watched Yakuza Kiwami One, oh, which yeah. is the remake of mm-hmm. One Yakuza One, and yeah. that cutscene was four hours. Like, and that was a remake of the like cutscenes that were in well, the original Yakuza. Like, to, and they padded that out and added additional stuff to make the story make more sense. And they still could only make that be four hours long. And you know what? It didn't need to be any longer. That's what I'm talking but, about. Yeah, like that's but, my speed. Yeah, and it's it's a very difficult thing to make a cohesive like cinematic story. And yeah. then also have that tied to gameplay. So, like, do yep. you think that Last of Us 2 would have been better if, like, they had just had less story? Or, like, would they have been able to hit that as effectively? Because, like, I'm assuming, like, the gameplay was still, like, made sense. And, like, oh, oh yeah. you have to, like, yeah. do this level and have yeah. this m- go to this place or whatever. And I should have really liked it because, like, it's it's the the main backdrop of it is in Seattle with like actual Seattle landmarks and stuff. And like, Oh, there's another reason why I'd play it. And like, yeah, it is, it is well-made gameplay wise. And it's, it's exactly the same gameplay loop that I liked of collecting supplies that you can craft into stuff and, you know, secret rooms to get in with, you know, um, safes that you have to find the lock combination to and some other room da da da. Like there's all, all that stuff just like there was in the first game, which was cool. And, I'm also dancing around another like quasi spoiler, so sorry listeners, I guess, but there's actually two playable characters in this game, and that's another factor why it's so long. Uh, and I, I actually really like the other character better than the Ooh. main proposed character that you're supposed to play with, to be honest. And it also it makes sense why they did what they did. The second half is better than the first half. I'll say that too. It makes okay. sense why they did what they did to set up the end it just was way too much to get to that point uh, like not worth the 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 setup wasn't worth what's what's that saying the juice wasn't worth the squeeze yeah. or something okay. yeah <laughs> yeah essentially yeah yeah uh, you know they gave me too much like some of that could have been a dlc and i would have been i would not have blinked at that you know yeah um, you know like it's another fill game in a where little you can bit play. of a story on the side yeah or <laughs> yeah. something yeah you know it's another game that has uh, two playable characters What's that? Yeah, because a zero. There you go. Boom. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Genshin. Oh, no, my back. God, Genshin. There's, is a, there's a few more, I think. Yeah, I've got like 13 <laughs> characters. Wolf. So yeah, oh, a little too much game, a little too much visceral violence without much else to to grab onto. But I I completed it, and I guess I'm glad that I completed it. And I did I, actually. I sold my PlayStation 4 Pro um, after Ooh. I beat this because that was Ooh. like the main game I wanted to to play. Um, on this and got a good actually got a really good trade-in deal on it Hell nice now. my man's going full xbox i love it basically yeah yeah well and switch and, and whatnot switch. but i've gotten a little bit yeah. back into switch i'll say that nice. but yeah it's it was just fine it was fine i guess if they made a part three I'd, I'd i suppose i'd play it but i wouldn't be like jonesing for it like i was when two came out in the same way yeah so yeah that's a little bit of a shame but i'll I, nice to know that they kind of like at least for your from your perspective, like turned it around for the second half of the game. Yeah. You're like, OK, I didn't feel like the whole game ended on like a totally sour note. And, you know. Yeah. I mean, it, it's still still pretty bleak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, not not. Yeah. Not, not completely upper. negative as far as uh, yeah. experience goes. <laughs> yeah. Nice. 
But uh, yeah, I guess uh, we've talked enough video games tonight, guys, if we're good to uh, wrap it up there. Plenty of video games. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and as always, you can find us on the internet at uh, pursuingpixels.com. We're on Discord. We're on YouTube, uh, Twitter, Instagram, kind of, <laughs> Twitch, kind of. I'm going I'm to try to start streaming a little more. We'll see. We're on, we're on the internet, guys. We are on the um, internet. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, until uh, next time, we will uh, catch you next week and uh, take care. Bye. Bye-bye. One, two, three. What? I don't know what we're doing. At the same time. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, you guys go again. I don't know what I was... Why did I do... Why did I... Oh, my God, guys. I'm going... Well, hey, no, I think it was because Randall last time was like, hey, you got to introduce John first. So we got the We got the cross wires. (laughs) Cross wires going on. Cross wire. Ooh, wait. What are you singing there? Uh, The crossfire commercial. Circa. Oh, I thought you up s- in the crossfire. Yeah, I thought you said you, crossed wires. I did, which, and you 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 said it in a very similar way to a super chunk song that is called crossed wires. I was like, does Randall listen to super chunk? No, I don't, I don't think like so. <laughs> yeah, you I don't think so. like Kevin. super chunk. Oh, that's, that's right, a, baby. That is a steep. <laughs> you would <laughs> like some opinion. of their stuff if you Let's gave fight. him a chance. If you gave him a chance, <laughs> Let's fight. Um, just yeah, give him a John Worcester. <laughs> he says he's the worster at drumming. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>